Good day, respiratory world. Excuse me. Um, just getting off of the night shift, and I wanted to check in and wrap a taste with you guys and girls. Haven't spoke to you in a little while. Um, last night we did um, ICU and we did the ED. Um, I was supposed to be just a borrowed, you know, body in the ICU, but uh, given the incidents incidences of uh, COVID and the severity of the cases, we've been running uh, two therapists on night shift and three in the daytime or four in the daytime or five in the daytime um, in ICU. So it's been a uh, it seems like the patient populations are pretty uh, much, you know, uh, the cases of COVID and uh, COVID exposure and rule outs and uh, mechanical ventilation. Then, you know, we got, you know, different kind of ventilations that we use for the COVID patients. And for a long time, we were trying to figure out the good um, ventilation to use for the COVID patients because they were really unsure. They were like, you know, should we use high pressure um, airway ventilation? Or should we use like APRV protocol? Or should we use you no know, regular volume control, AC settings? Um, so you know, they tried the APRV or bi-level mode of, mode of ventilation. I mean, in some cases, I mean, it did uh, prove beneficial because it's a lung a lung recruitment um, technique. So it's been you know it's recruits the lungs, but you know, people's lungs just. Uh, you know, filled with you no know, fluid, and you know, they explain it some as it's uh, you know, um, not fibrotic, but it's a uh, restrictive, like it kind of like you know, um, mimics arts. Sorry, so you know, it's hard to find the proper mode of ventilation for these patients because you don't want to hyper, um, you know, hyper volume, you know, give uh, too much volume to the patients because it could just you know, further uh, put issues on the disease process and make it harder, you know, for the patient to uh, be, you know, ventilated because it's going to make the, the lungs even stiffer, you know, that, that, that build up resistance, then you'll, you'll have barrel trauma and stuff like that, you know, secondary to it. So that's something we've been dealing with, you know, with the COVID patients and stuff like that. Um, we're just starting to see, you know, uh, some more patients that come in that seem like, you know, COPD and CHF, uh, at least for my, you know, my shifts, I haven't really seen that much, um, like we normally have cases of CHF exacerbation or COPD exacerbation or you know like uh you know things of that sort asthmatics you know that come in and you know are able to respond to the bronchodilator protocol so you know we give them you know you might have to put them on mechanical mechanical ventilation and you know in order to um, protect their airway until you know we're able to you know, ventilate them properly and get their airways open. Um, but now it's more of those patients coming in that that I'm happy to be seeing and you know uh but you know back to the night shift you know we um i ran you know an icu and helped out with the ventilators i mean main, basically you know maintenance of the ventilators we didn't do too much changes on the ventilators and we had you know um a few new emissions into the icu and then you know running back and forth to the ed and doing blood gases and doing stuff like that so you know uh i thought that the shift was going to be a little bit more easier than what it was um and it wasn't that difficult. It was just mainly more so about time management and, you know, making sure that I, you know, made priority the patients that need to be priority and went and seen them first. And In a quarter of a mile, turn 
Uh, and that was the most important thing, you know, making sure I seen the patient that was supposed to be seen, make sure they were priority, and then seeing the other patients, you know. But it was a pretty, uh, a, pr a pretty good night overall, I must say. Uh, you know, it it, it 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 was steady enough that I was like, you know, um, it was steady enough that I didn't get to sit down, you know, much, and you know, I didn't get that much downtime, you know. Um, but we, you know, we worked together, you know, as a team, the healthcare team amongst our respiratory therapists, as well as the nurses as well. And uh, we made it work. We got through the shift. We made it, you know, work. And in the beginning of, you know, the, the COVID exposure and getting these influx of patients, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's over yet. I'm not sure if, we, if we're reaching a decline yet. Who knows? Um, they're expecting, you know, another case, another round of, you know, patients to come through. Um, basically and be exposed to the you know to the virus but um it's just more about you know management you know it's still difficult you know with these patients it's still you know sickly they still have you know multi multi things going on with them that makes it you know difficult to to ventilate them and properly oxygenate them and then you know the other organ systems that you know secondaries are taking effect to it and you know the nurses and doctors are working diligently to make sure that they have you know um those organ systems, you know, taking care of and you know, helping out with the management of the respiratory system as well. So it's been, it's been, it's been. Um, sorry. Um, it's. So it's been like you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a task. Um, you know. People aren't out of the woods until they're out of the woods. Like you know, it's it's it's, it's difficult. You know, it's it's still um, something that we haven't seen before. We've seen things such as it, like you know, people remember the SARS and stuff like that. And and I wasn't you know around at that point in time. But you know, some of the therapies, you know, people are um, you know resorting to that, and then seeing what other you know countries and others you know uh, places that have been affected has been using as well. So cross information and things of that sort so last night you know working two two units wasn't bad and i think that you know the the um thing with the covid granted that it's you know so prevalent right now it's you know they just want to be you know mindful and careful make sure we got enough staff want to make sure we got you know the patients are being you know taken care of you know properly with a good amount of staff ratio so it wasn't it wasn't that bad but i had a uh a day last week where you know i felt like you know i was just constantly constantly running and i wasn't getting uh, uh as much help as i would like to have gotten and but that just boils down to the people that you work with that just work i mean your co-workers you know you know some co-workers you work with and y'all have that camaraderie where though you know camaraderie where you know that if any time i finish my assignment and this person's you know still working maybe on their first rounds and they haven't you know finished their first rounds yet then I'm gonna go help them. I'm gonna go extend that courtesy and just be that good coworker that I try to be. And a lot of times, a lot of coworkers that I work with, we do work together like that. But you no, know, sometimes you don't. Some people just come there and they're not really, you know, uh, feel like working and not, you know, in the mood to work. They just want to, you know, come there, relax, chill, and, and whatever. Um, and what you can, I mean, you get calls all the time, but um, all that extra going beyond and above the call to duty to help your coworkers is not always reciprocated throughout the whole staff i mean majority of the staff does it but not the whole staff um so you know it was you no know, it was it was a nice shift you know uh i've been doing my travel assignments so i've so i'm uh you know driving a few hours back um 
Yeah, that was my night shift. You know, it was it was pretty cool. You know, I, you know, it wasn't anything uh, traumatic. You know, I think I handled it pretty well. You know, it it, it went by. Uh, usually, when you work in uh, you know hard and you come working constantly, you know, the shift go by pretty quickly. But working twelves don't always go that way. I felt like I felt you know the four hour mark in the eight hour mark and then the 12 hour mark and there was those those marks was kind of like lagging kind of dragging they weren't you know moving as quickly as uh you know thought they should have but you know it's work and that's what i'm coming came to work to do you know is to uh be a patient advocate and a health care provider and you know um help these folks get Help these folks get, you know, the treatment they need and get back to, you know, the families and stuff. But, you know, that was just my night shift. Um, and I just wanted to come back and wrap a taste with you, with you guys because I haven't... I haven't spoke to you in a while, so I just thought I'd come and wrap a taste or two. And I was driving and I got my headphones on. I'm not driving... You know, with the phone in my hand, I got my headphones on. I'm being, you know, um, you know, I'm being a good, a good pilot. But that's about it, you know. Um, and until next time, you guys, be good. How you be good? Be cool. Do your best to be the best at whatever you do. Um, I don't expect that all respiratory therapists are the only people who listen to this podcast, but you know, just be the best at whatever you do, and you know, know that people need love and compassion at this time you know losing loved ones maybe sick themselves just care for one another all right this is respiratory and i will talk to you guys later